If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free use charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. Up when I step in a party, you may do when I feel on my body. And if I take a bitch, I will say I'm sorry. I do what I want. Don't report to Don't nobody. 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 Hello, guys. Welcome back to the show. I I'm just a hole for Jonathan Majors. Okay, and I am Regina Hall, and this is the read. Thank you for coming back. It is. Thank you for coming back indeed to this show program where we do things black things like black excellence things and this week in black excellence we're giving it over to two amazing young ladies by the name of jayla jackson and imani stanton because they are the first black girl duo to win the harvard international debate competition they are from atlanta because of course they are (laughs) of course and we are members of the Harvard Diversity Project, which was founded in 2017 by one Brandon P. Fleming. And this was in an effort to create something that would promote inclusivity and equity on the campus of Harvard, particularly for the debate. And that is when Harvard fucked up because the Black uh, folk, the Black youth, have been clearing it. Uh, get over Amen. it. Amen. Um, they're here. They're here to stay. Catch up. That's all you can do uh, is try. Get good. Scrub. Um, so J- Jayla and Imani specifically, uh, won this year's competition where the topic was resolved. This is a quote. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization should substantially increase its defense commitments in the Baltic states. Go off. We calling out NATO now? <laughs> I was like, what? does this have to do with the lion the witch or the wardrobe which one of these is involved because khaleesi i don't know what you're talking i'm I'm stupid so i don't don't know know. i don't know what i thought you was gonna say but i was not expecting like a critique of nato and how they should be (laughs) increasing their spending in the baltic states like that was not on my fucking well because we are mere plebeians that know nothing (laughs) and try to know nothing strive to know nothing we're garbage. Baltic states? Like, I feel like I have not even said the word Baltic since, like, the last time I played Monopoly. Like, that is not a term that just occurs naturally to me. You know? Like, this is... 
These girls are I a whole other level. <laughs> I thought that Baltic states were like some places that are like probably up north and really, really cold. And that's when I realized <laughs> that I was just thinking of the 1995 film Balto about a Siberian husky oh, that I think <laughs> saved the world or something. <laughs> I mean, and what could better encapsulate this show than that? <laughs> nothing. So nothing. We know we did nothing. not know and you what you were talking about. We about anything. We were very confused um, yeah. and also impressed. <laughs> well, Brandon Fleming and the Harvard Diversity Project have raised more than a million dollars in the past four years, enrolled more than one hundred black students into the Harvard Debate Program with full scholarships, and all four. Students that Fleming has trained have won the international debate competition. At of Harvard. course they have. These, of course they have, because girl, get in and you're seething. You're right. seething. You you're are seething. I know there is also a film slash miniseries somewhere in here. Well, you probably. I feel like we have a a young. Do we have a young black debate competition film? Um, I feel like we do. I keep thinking of Akila and the Bee, which is obviously the spelling bee. That's what I thought of as well. And then I put that to the side because but I was like, debate, stupid. No. I feel like I've seen Negro debate before as well. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not sure when, but like, regardless, these young people are clearly doing an incredible job. And so more power to you as you defy expectations and whatever else. Like, I still don't really know. What the fuck that was about? <laughs> I have no idea what this topic has to. I'm so I'm. Not I would love to read it. I girls. would I'm love not. to read it. I mean, and honestly, like black girls, are we not born to pick apart arguments? Like, of course we're great at debate. <laughs> of course we are, because we've been dissecting nigga something logic that black women, yeah, for absolutely, uh, across generations, we have been there's a truth in this nigga mm-hmm. logic which is yes, like one of the worst of the logics and if mm-hmm. we can pick that bullshit apart and refute these niggas arguments every time then it's like of course we can handle whatever caucasian bullshit the harvard debate yes. starts throwing at us because we've been doing this our whole lives because picking through nigga logic is essentially like going through a maze made of brick correct right mm-hmm. and being told that there is a way out and ultimately spending what feels like an ungodly amount of time realizing that there is no way out. It's a trap. There isn't an exit. <laughs> and what's expected of you is for you to break off one of your own limbs, let's say a, a femur, and then sharpen it and just br- bust your way. Use yes. it mm-hmm. as a way to claw through the brick. Correct. Yes. <laughs> and pick your way through the wall to freedom. Mm-hmm. That's how. You get through nigga logic. Yes. So what can't <laughs> what can't a black woman exactly. defeat in the and, name of anything? And you know what's waiting on you on the other side of all that proving yourself? A nigga to tell you that you really didn't do it anyway or that it don't count because you are who you are. Like, there My is God. no winning. You might as well do whatever makes you happy. Like, this is this is a lesson we learned. Like, this is encoded in our DNA. You can't tell me black women don't just know this. I think that we are doing this. the thing that we do when we talk about positive things. <laughs> where we, we taint it with up. our with our elderly, <laughs> jaded, nigger toxicity. These kids and have done like, an incredible thing. Yeah, this is thing. so great. Because life is shit. And people are <laughs> trash. And that's never going to change. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> 
You right. Congratulations to these you dips. <laughs> what was even the point of saying anything nice if we were just gonna <laughs> cap it off by being like, yeah, need it. Because oh, the world is garbage. Anyways, Ooh. these girls are awesome. I'm just saying, a, a natural talent is all I'm saying. <laughs> Go to becauseofthemweekend.com where you can see their photograph and they're like blazered up shoulder to shoulder with their arms crossed and they're looking at the camera like, ask us, say anything to us and watch us show you you're wrong. And I love it. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and I love that that's beautiful. Also, shout out to Candace Parker for being the first ever WNBA player. To be featured on the cover of NBA 2K. That's right. First ever woman in basketball to be on a 2K cover. And your nigga has Crazy. to just deal with it. Yep. Tell that nigga if he don't like it, bitch, he's not getting 2K this year, okay? Buy it yourself, you shiftless bitch, since you're so upset about it. Because niggas are still in the game. Yeah. You can still do the little whatever Android, iOS scan shit for your face where you look like a weird scuffed version of the fetal version of yourself and be you in your nigga form and still play with niggas. But they decided to give the ladies some love. If you don't like it, bitch, get off of your motherfucking ass and clock in and buy 2K yourself. You paltry bitch. Exactly. I mean, it's what these niggas deserve. First of all, y'all could save that part of y'all tax return and use it on something else. But also... Like Candace Parker is a legend. Don't yeah. take this as me like underselling her at all. She is an incredible player, like just a phenomenal athlete. And also, she is probably one of the most marketable WNBA players if you want to appeal to men as well. True. That's just the facts of the matter. True. Like she is super talented and she also is like conventionally attractive and like She's a hottie. Yeah, like the most, one of the players, one of the most visible players who is most likely to entice men. So, like... She kind of looks like Rico Nasty to me. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Candace Parker is, like, truly gorgeous. And I'm not saying this because it takes away from who she is as an athlete. I'm just saying, like, this is a, a very deliberate choice. And she more than deserves it. And if your nigga is still mad because how dare they put a girl on the cover of 2K as if that changes the way you can actually like play 2K, then you need to rethink whether or not that person should be your nigga. Because that's just too goddamn stupid. I just don't really... It doesn't matter. I just know gamers and nerds um, and, you know, the intersection of all of that and how much they love to be like, oh, the SJWs, just malfunction, self-destruct. Taking all that things away. Shit. It's the same game. And if you want to be honest, bitch, I don't even know why the fuck y'all still buying 2K. It's not like they ever improve it. They're selling you the same ass <laughs> game every fucking year. It's still been, I don't even play 2K and I know and that fucking game it. is trash. And they love And you it. still buy it every fucking year and they complain that it's not good. So right. Candace Parker or no, you're the fool. I'm sorry, you're not. It's have a good time. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if your man is really bitching about this situation, you need to really rethink whether whether this should be your boyfriend. Because <laughs> how are you right. this pressed about this? Like, it is ridiculous. And yet, there are some niggas who are there are niggas who are truly bothered at the depths of their shallow souls. Like, they cannot handle this. And I don't know why inclusion bothers you. Like, it's not that they're. Not people that are going anywhere. Right. It's so, still, like, let them mm -hmm. be seen. Yeah. See themselves. 
It, it's taking nothing away from how easy it is for you to be a man. <laughs> so it isn't. You can it just isn't. you can just enjoy it because you know it you want to buy that game anyway. So like you're don't, gonna <laughs> don't be a dumbass. <laughs> All you play is that in Call of Duty, where I believe you can also be a woman and blow someone's head off. You probably, probably can. Yeah. Oh my gosh, triggering. Who knew <laughs> women can hold firearms too? Yeah. Like. I just, I don't know, but you know, I, we just got started. We already dragging niggas. <laughs> yeah. Like, why do you listen? <laughs> Aren't you tired? Already dragging niggas, but it's not like they don't deserve it. Hey y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets to because I see on the website they have some Avatar The Last Airbender charms. So those are going to be the first ones that I stick on the front of these shoes. And there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here. So this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole. Here we go. Be sure to head to Crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. That's C-R-O-C-S dot com. Go get some Crocs. Or if you already have some, which you probably do, go get some gibbets. Let's get back to the show. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff. You never know will come out of your mental trunk. And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably with Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Well, we're going to go into our hot tops, which is a little bit more uh, black excellence. That's right. The hot tops is the pop culture segment that is called third cock from the sun. And this week we're starting with um, a sports illustrated swimsuit edition. The covers are out dolls. They are. Covers are out. And they're gorgeous. And they're looking good. I love them. Obsessed with all three. So, I couldn't choose. I think I'm going to get all of them. <laughs> kind of, like, I'm quite happy with the choices. Yeah. But the girls over at Source Illustrated, the illustrated dolls, if you will. Uh, <laughs> their choices in the swimsuit girls this year. <laughs> I will. Um, and so, we have one Megan, the, the stallion. Her. Um, the first ever rapper to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. And she looks so good. I think this might be one of my favorite pictures of Megan ever. 
Yeah. I mean, this is a it's a phenomenal shoot and she just looks incredible. Like she looks really good. Zero flaws. But I mean, it's Megan. I she rarely looks off anyway. So but yeah. The wavy, it's slightly moist hair. <laughs> Kevin probably did his hair. Probably, but like the whole oiled up body, the whole yes. these thick ass thighs, all a of a little it. hip, a little thigh, <laughs> more pleasure for the eye than all the more nigga try. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Katrina. <laughs> yes and all of it like she just looks phenomenal but i could say the same about the other girls naomi osaka leave me alone hello leave me alone you already know first haitian japanese woman to be on the cover hello get in correct and i don't know if the same is true for um lena 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 yeah okay i'm just i was about to say i don't want to like fuck up her name i'm not sure if she's like the first she's I, the first transgender cover right i had a feeling she star. was the first um trans cover star but i didn't know if she was like the first black and filipino probably not but um oh i don't know either way sister looks literally absolutely incredible <laughs> like, all of these covers are so gorgeous i want all three of, like i want prints of all three of these i'm obsessed with them and i mean you know i just feel like you know, have your criticisms of Sports Illustrated, but I just really love that these are the decisions they made when they mm-hmm. made the decision to, you know, exploit women. I just love that these. Are, <laughs> I just love that these were the decisions See? made. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do it, if you're going to objectify us anyway, like these three black girls, I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Yeah, it is a gag to me that Sports Illustrated still does a swimsuit edition. But it just, it's just like, what does this have to do with anything? Nothing. Don't you want to look at girls in swimsuits? Like, that's literally the whole like, Yeah, sure. But you do that on Instagram every day. Like, it don't matter. What difference does it, it do make? not matter. Like, this is the first time I've seen Megan in a, in a swimsuit. Not like, at all. Megan is always in a swimsuit. Like, Megan like, always right. looks like this. I know her body better than mine. <laughs> But she looks fantastic. It's still, she right. looks so good. And there's just something great about that Sports Illustrated behind you. The classic yeah. look of that, the water in the background. Very proud of you, girls. Very, very proud. Tinashe's on the inside. Oh, fun as well. All still getting so you know, festive. Half of the celebration. That's great. That's great. But there she is, still looking good. Great job. She's got a new song and video out, too. Alice, she's such a mystery, bro. Mm, she, she sings a little hard, and she dances her fucking legs off. She does. And she tries with the concepts, and she does backflips, and she eats fire, and she walks on the moon, and she does all of this shit. And the girls are like, eh, do something else, something mm. else. Give me something else. Like... What the fuck does she, does she need to give birth in a music video for the girls to I be mean, like, let's pay attention? Maybe, because I feel like it's me. I feel like I'm the girls. I don't get yeah, it. <laughs> I don't. I'm also the girls. I'm not a huge... <laughs> like, I'm not one of the gays that's just like, I demand that you inject yeah. Tinashe into your veins. Because you yeah. know the gays are really the ones. Oh, no, absolutely. Keeping her alive. And that's the same for a lot of different artists. Um, And I... <sighs> I don't know. Like, unfortunately, I did not even know she had a song and video out. Unlike Normani, who at least I knew she had a song and video out. The doll! The doll! 
And mm. I really, I have to say, I enjoyed that video. Very well done. And it's very clear that Normani is like an incredibly talented dancer. Like, wow. Shout out to Sean Bankhead. The Shout precision. Out <laughs> the precision. Shout out to that sample finally being given to someone who could do some good with it. Thank, like, mm-hmm. wow. What a moment. But no, I think probably because I watched that video, YouTube was like, here, look at this. Because I promise oh, wow. you, I was just on my homepage and I was like, <laughs> oh, Tanache, two days ago. And I watched it and um, it's a good video. She's like, dance her little, her little heart off. The song's a cute little bop. Wow. I'm just like, what's going on? Well, she doesn't get the push that she deserves. She's good looking. Her voice is fine. She's a really great dancer. She I mean, tries. I don't know like, what it is either. It may be them pictures of her licking the toilet. I'm sorry? You remember that photo shoot? Where she was like licking a toilet? I mean, a fa- it was obviously like not a real public toilet or something. But like, you don't remember that photo shoot? Where it was all like, right, let's move on. Uh, yeah, this, okay. Kind of so long. <laughs> okay, right. Never mind. Anyway, best of luck to all the girls. Um... News from the baby. He was posted in a photograph um, with Curtis Jackson recently. Um, there's some curtain up behind them in the background. I don't know. They was at a concert or some shit. Oh, it looked Lord. like it was backstage or something. And the Bobby uh, captioned it saying, "Somebody I've been studying for a minute lended me a few hours of his time today." Fifty cent. Nigga, so scared to let me in the room. They. Fucked around and let me up in the room with 50 cents. Big mistake. Beyond grateful for the game. Couldn't have come from a better source. Now watch me put this shit to use. To which 50 Cent reposted and said, I lost Pop before he could get it. That Pop being the late Pop Smoke. Oh. Who was a huge 50 Cent fan. uh, Very open about his, you know, uh, 50s (laughs) influence on him and stuff like that. Um, he said, I lost pot before you could get it. This one already got it. And he listened. I'm going to teach him all the mistakes I made so he can be better than me. This is hip hop. <sighs> so I imagine the baby is only going to get worse from here. <clears throat> yeah, probably so. Because of all the niggas to be your mentor. <laughs> teach him all the mistakes you made. Doesn't he follow you? What does he need to learn? Right. Does is he, he not subscribed to the shade room? Does he I'm not caught up? <laughs> right. Does his Google not work? Does he not talk to other people who previously worked? You make mistakes daily. Like <laughs> this just feels like a bad mood move altogether. But like I said a few weeks ago, I have completely washed my hands of the baby mm. and the things that that little nigga does. So the for those of you still, right, I mean, and that's fine. But for those of you still invested, that's your business. But I don't know how you look at what's happened lately and still feel good about that decision. This feels like when Riley met Thugnificent. Oh, and what a moment in Negro history that was. Yeah. What a time. Like, I I was changed when I watched that episode live. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Because it was because it was a parody of how these niggas act. Like we knew it was how these niggas mm. act, but it was and this like is how these niggas act. <laughs> and yeah. this is like we're watching it. It's not as funny when we're watching it play out on Instagram, mm. <laughs> as opposed to when Aaron Magruder made it funnier for us. Like this is like, damn, y'all are really like y'all didn't have to act like this. It was like the people who like cried when R. Kelly was acquitted. It's like, oh, y'all don't have to be like this. <laughs> Do y'all know y'all don't have to be like this? <laughs> 
I'll never forget that episode when it was outside the courthouse and they asked that lady yes. on the news. They was like, why do you support R. Kelly? And so she was like, because he good. Because <laughs> the nigga makes jams. She literally, her response was, because he good. Yeah. And that was it. I, yeah. okay. Yeah, the ones who Well, good luck. I imagine that we, we will now see the baby Featured on Power Book 7, nope, where he will be don't. playing a genie from Aladdin-like character. Because, you know, he always got to pop up into the scene with 17 props and mm. cue cards, green screen, extras. Like, the baby doesn't do anything without at least three extras. I mean, 30 extras, three <laughs> backup dancers, a harness, pyrotechnics, right. um, giraffe, zebra. Like, he needs the whole nine yards. And hope maybe 50 Cent is going to be booking. I mean, you know, providing Uh, a budget. No, thank you. Speaking of a budget, Lil Nas X got one, honey. He's already promoting his next single. Yes, nephew. Industry Baby. Featuring Jack Harlow. I don't know. (laughs) Some way. Um, So, he released a little teaser to the song. Does the song have a date? I keep forgetting. I don't think they put it an exact date of when the song comes out. But the whole teaser, it seems like, which will be the same sort of theme of the video, is him being in court for the Nike Satan shoes. And Oh, that's what that video was. <laughs> yeah. So he's like on trial for the Satan shoes. And he's playing like four or five different characters it definitely gave me like eddie murphy in a good way just okay. in the sense you know when he would be play like everybody in right, his movies, right. which he still does like i don't know if this young man just has the gift i mean obviously he's great he has a sense of humor naturally mm-hmm. he's an amazing troll probably one of the best the internet's ever seen um but have, has his team been giving him, sending him to some improv classes or something? Because <laughs> he's like fun. Like he, he did a good job in these different like characters and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think he is truly a child of the internet, like raised mm-hmm. by the internet. Like Fully. the most quintessential Gen Z person. Like these kids were literally shaped by the internet. Social media has been around since before they were born. And so they are just different. Yeah, it could be private lessons or whatever, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was just internet niggas doing what they do best. Right. I mean, these you know, kids grew up watching Vine and learning how to basically like come up with a six they second literally, sketch. Yes, they yeah. grew up being part of their parents' Facebook and Instagram stories and all that shit. Like these kids have always been online. They know the game, and they are not yeah. threatened <laughs> like true. old niggas are. Yeah. It's very true. Well, the song itself is called Industry Baby, as I said, produced by Take a Day Trip, who uh, Lil Nas X has worked on a few of his songs with. Co-produced by Kanye West, interestingly enough. Um, and the song sounds good. You can hear some of it in the uh, the little teaser thingy. Mm. Um, and I'm really enjoying his music. Like I, it, he's like really growing into his own as an artist, and it's really a delight to see. But like I, I liked Rodeo and Panini and some of the early stuff. But I mm-hmm. really like the song Montero, and this song sounds good as fuck too. 
I don't need Jack Harlow in any form. Nothing against him. It's just, you know, who am I? Who am I but human? Um, but <laughs> I will hold nothing again. Maybe he'll provide something fun to the to the record. So there's I mean, that. maybe it might also just be like Cardi's verse was on that Normani song where you absolutely could have done without it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it could also be that. Especially because I just looked Thank up Jack Harlow and he's like a 23 year old white boy. So I don't care. <laughs> I'm yeah, this doesn't have anything to do with us. Leave that exactly <laughs> where it's at. But I also have to yeah. say that just now when you said it was produced by Take a Day Trip, I thought you were being funny. No, that's his name. Yeah, no. But I thought you were saying like, I thought it was like a code word for the weekend or something. Like take nope. a day trip, like leave for the weekend. Like, no. But I just looked it up and that is actually... A producer, it's like a duo of people who actually make music. <laughs> and I just want to say, I've never felt so old in my whole life because <laughs> I thought that was I a only know joke. the producers now by their tags. Like, if you say their name, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But then when you're like, they trip took it to 10, I, I'm like, oh, him, that person. Mm-mm. I mean, I have not heard any songs where anybody has said that. Yeah, you have. What they call <laughs> listen to like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, listen to like p- listen to Panini. You'll probably hear his tag oh, at the I beginning I've never of, played that. of Panini. Okay, that's my well, fault. Then. There you go. Yep. Alrighty. <laughs> I wow. support Lil Nas exposed as an individual. <laughs> I mm, said from wow. the beginning I didn't think that wow. music. Wow. Was for me. Wow. But I appreciate what he stands for and what he means to the children. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea who any of these producers are anymore. <laughs> you have to just say the tag, and I'm okay. like, oh, that person. London yeah, on the tray. We got love. Right. That's oh, my I God, mean. Ronnie. Like, I don't know who their names are, but I know how the tag goes. Um, Kid Cudi has turned the comments off of his Instagram because y'all won't leave him in his nails alone. He tweeted, turn my comments off on Instagram. Seems people really have a problem with me painting my nails. I got tired of blocking so many accounts. I really need you to understand. If you don't like me doing this or anything I do, please don't buy my albums. Don't come to my shows. Fuck way off. Now, I don't know if this is in response to this particular photograph, but he has painted his nails in some photo. Uh, He posted... A picture on his Instagram recently uh, where he has on the Mandalorian helmet. That means nothing to you. <laughs> he has on the Mandalorian helmet um, mm-hmm. with it, like, holding up a peace sign. He's got his uh, nails painted. And mm-hmm. I guess the girls were giving him shit about it. And when I watched this, I was like, I know that, um, you know, Cuddy deals with depression, um, anxiety, and things like that. And so I was like, I wonder if like a bunch of shit where people were giving him shit about it or if there were like three comments from like some 12 year olds that said something about his nails and he was like, clearly the whole world is against me because that's me. Like that, that is me, energy mm. bitch. Energy bitch. <laughs> you, bitch. You give me, I don't, you give me thousands of comments and two bitches to be like, what? is that background and i'm like okay so clearly everyone hates me and i'm disgusting (laughs) and i shouldn't share anything about my life with any of you clearly got it thanks Mm. thank you for letting me know in the most unkind way possible i don't know but now this that's real that is a very common reaction like the (laughs) end it's hard for people to trust the positive opinions over the negative ones that's like human nature yeah you really really 
you zero in on the criticisms of yourself, especially if you were criticized a lot as a kid and like told that you weren't good enough or whatever else for being who you were, then like those things feel like even sharper jabs into adulthood. So I'm not surprised. Um, I just, I mean, you know what? I want. I just don't understand why y'all like, I'm sure this, this man has 2.5 million followers on Instagram. Okay. So I'm sure there were, or have been tons of people making dickhead comments about him painting his nails because people are fucking childish and it's the internet, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm just like, I don't understand it. Like I literally have my nails painted right now. (laughs) Like, and like, I'm living because typically I've I've only ever painted my nails black. I was going to say, every time same, I see it, they're black. <laughs> I usually use the same black Chanel nail polish. But this time I was like, it's I've got Chanel. like a black. It's like a $30 nail polish. Oh, bitch, is that all, bitch? It's not even that Do you know nail polish be $3? <laughs> Fuck you. How am I supposed to know any of this goddamn shit? I'm just saying, I love the luxurious bullshit, my nigga. I love that Anyway. Shit. <laughs> now I've got something that's like a black, but it, it's like an iridescent thing. So oh, when yeah. the light hits in some ways, yeah, it's like It's twinkling glisten. That's right. Yes, indeed. I'm, a, I'm kind of obsessed. I love it. But anyway, I'm just like, Kid Cuddy to me, I don't understand why anybody would gag or give him shit about having his nails painted. He's a super artsy, artsy, hipster, cool guy. He wore a fucking dress on SNL. Yeah, like, why are y'all still shocked about what this is? Leave that man alone. It's really weird to me. It's like, that's either homophobia or, like, femphobia or a hatred of femininity, something like that. Like, there's no other explanation. Check, check, check. Especially if you have been a fan of Kid Cudi's for any amount of time. Like, you have to come to expect somebody who defies gender lines or gender expectations like you have to otherwise you've simply not been paying attention and either way you need to evolve and grow the fuck up it's also a level of like bored internet shitheadery absolutely i'm just gonna be the fucking lame that you know shit posts about this dude's Mm -hmm. nails because you know i need attention i have nothing else to fucking do and no like motivation or inspiration go get up and go find something to fucking do right but it's just like kid cuddy really Mm -hmm. as many as the girl and like niggas are painting their nails again big time like straight dudes are like big time painting their nails again. And it's, but it's also like something that like every alternative fucking boy that listens to like the mm-hmm. white stripes and Nirvana has done since before you little fucking shitheads were even conceived. Oh, yeah. Go away. On their skateboards and being hashtag different <laughs> with their chain yourselves. wallets. They've been different, right? Like this is, this is nothing new and you just look ridiculous like do you fuck with the music or not because you can let all that dumb shit go and i'm not sure why you haven't also this research into this story has led me to a realization that uh i would give kid cuddy some oh like i've never really yeah what if he never started like... talking that flat earth shit <laughs> is that kid cuddy i thought it was is it flat earth or two are <laughs> you thinking so. of bob Oh damn, my bad. I might be thinking of. I don't know. I truly don't. 
I'm mostly just listening to Cuddy's music. Like, I'm not, I don't really follow a lot of the. No, I think it was BLB. My bad. I apologize. I'm pretty sure that was BLB. <laughs> I just did a little bit of Googling to get ready and just like, oh, let me go ahead and see what's going on. And I just saw a couple pictures. I was like, oh, yeah, like if he's in my DMs, I'd slide back. I was going to say, I'm looking at pictures of him now and I, I could kind of see it. Maybe not in, you know, his hot pants or whatever, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll kill him some. Perhaps. <laughs> And also, it just makes like even less sense why people have been acting like this about him. Like, this is nothing new when it comes to Kid Cudi. So why are y'all being so fucking weird? Is it the pandemic? What is it? What happened? Why? And why is it that Kanye can have shoes that look like a mousetrap and everyone is literally, literally, they look like holes. In a tumor. Like one of those mouse it's traps. So bad. <laughs> that the mouse like climbs inside of and dies. Yeah. So you don't have to see it. It's like Epcot Center. Like y'all just. Yes. And y'all just buy that and y'all spend hundreds of dollars and thousands on resale. And it's, and we're supposed to just accept that as normal, healthy human behavior. There's no way that you will get me to believe that if you blow into the toe of that shoe, dolphins won't leap out of the sea. Because they will. (laughs) They will. I mean, and they should for what y'all are paying for them shoes. True. (laughs) They they absolutely should. And yet, I'm sure these exact same people have an issue with Kit Cudi wearing that dress on (laughs) SNL like he did. Yep. And him painting his nails and whatever else. And it's like, you could just either be a fan and accept that this is how the artist expresses himself or shut the fuck up and go listen to somebody else. I mean, in fairness, it was not a very flattering dress. I mean, it I didn't like have they to be found a better dress for him. It did not have to be. It could have been perfect. And niggas still would have said something because niggas know, it's not like some tool or a sleeve. I think he needed a sleeve. I think he needed a sleeve. I mean, you know, he was in his sundress. <laughs> he was <laughs> He was out here in his H and M finest. We've all been there. I feel, Listen, I felt a zip down in the back. I don't have a problem. But, okay, so I let's felt, move on. I felt a closeness with him in his twenty three dollar dress. I did. I love him. His album's great. His music's great. Leave him alone and his nails. Um, Adele is apparently dating LeBron James's agent. I have no idea oh, why this is. Christ news. Jesus! I have no idea why this is. Like who? So, like, so she was apparently seated courtside with Rich Paul, who is the agent of LeBron James. And, of course, everyone in the sports sphere knows that because he's LeBron James' fucking agent. Right. And so here comes Dell with her mask and the camera on her, like, oh, my God, get away from me. Which is, (laughs) that's definitely, like, you know, we could only see eyes and brows, and it was giving, like, half a second of, hey, yeah, I'm famous, and then it was like, oh, God, fuck off, I forgot, you have to, like, be on camera, whatever. (laughs) Um, Great for her, you know, as long as he's being nice to her, boy, she likes niggas. And, you know what? (laughs) When I read this, I was like, was it just last week that we were talking about Drake being coupled up with LeBron's son's teammate's mama? If not last week, then the week before. So at this point, clearly I need to be friends with LeBron James so that I can find mm-hmm. love. Yeah. Did you watch his new movie? I'm sorry? Did you watch his new movie? His movie? 
Yeah, yeah, the movie came out. It's called Space uh-huh. Jam. Um, Space Jam also. Space Jam Joe. What? Space, Space Jam, Jam also. It's like Space Jam Junior. Space, Space Jam, Jam as well. It's something like that. Yes. Space Jam Space also. Space Jam also, and as well. Here we go again. Space Into Jam. The future. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's called Space Jam. I'm pretty sure. Of course, it's called Space Jam, girl. Oh, no, nigga, it's a Space I, you, Jam sequel. A new Space legacy. Jam and what My else? My bad. It's called a new legacy. <laughs> This bitch said Space Jam Plus. I mean, I did not. My nephew made me watch this movie. Yeah, who cares? I don't give a fuck. I haven't I mean, watched it. it was, I'm not it in a rush. Absolutely terrible. Like I'm not. Yeah, it sounds it. Yeah, it looks it is, really bad. You're right. You know who loved it? My nine year old nephew. Of course, because he's a <laughs> because child, he's and LeBron to, James right. and Bugs Bunny are in it. Like what the fuck? What? At one point, he looked at me. He was like, "Amy, this part is funny." I was like, oh. I s- you would have to be really, really aware <laughs> as a nine-year-old to be like, this is trash. <laughs> like, I want to meet the nine-year-old that watched Space Jam right. and was like, honestly, from the cinematography down to the special effects and the acting, girl. Like, if that was your child, please let me meet Right, them. right. Because my nephew was like, Annie, you're not laughing right now, but this is very hilarious. Yeah, like, what the fuck is your problem, Amy? <laughs> because I'm worried. I'm worried you're dying. I said I'm I'm laughing a lot on the inside. I just no, you <laughs> no, of course I wasn't. This is a fucking dumbass movie that I predicted from the very fucking beginning. But that's not the point. The point is you watch it with the kids you love for like a bonding experience or whatever. Yeah, I don't and so <laughs> that is what I did. And Link is in the other room watching Bluey pissed. <laughs> so because you ain't finna be in here farting today, bitch. So, some okay, other time. Anyway, that was Space Jam. <laughs> um, Future has responded to allegations that he paid $5,000 in exchange for sexual favors from a model by the name of Blue Jasmine. That is B-L-U a la oh Contrell oh and no. Jasmine a la uh, Princess of Agrabah. She said that uh, Nevadius offered her five stacks for a little bit of punai, um, to which he says she big, big capping. <laughs> don't know her. Don't care to know her. Why is she lying, shrug emoji? I only bring this up to say, like, I don't believe him. But even if he's, t- like, why are we even making a big deal about this? Like even the the clip that I watched of her saying it, you know, talking about this rumor with the particular hip hop mm-hmm. freak that she was speaking to. I'm like, why are they acting all like bewildered and astonished by this information? Like you niggas know rappers, you know, rappers. Right. Why are you gagging at the thought that any of them exchanged money for sex? They do it. What are you, what are we, what? Yeah, I feel like this is something we've all always known about rappers, but also since like Kareem Steffens, I don't know how y'all act like this is brand new, like novel information. I really don't get that. Why y'all gagging so? They bring it to you every ball. Do you not remember Superhead or whatever that girl's name was who was like... Wasn't that her name, though? And she was just yes, some hoe on the internet right? who was like, I'm finna fuck every nigga. And then she turned around and did it. Like, I don't know how y'all are still... Well, she had been fucked them. And then she was like, I'm gonna write a book to tell you about all of the niggas. I mean, like I'm that. sorry. Superhead was Kareem Stephens. I'm thinking of... What was that other hoe's name? 
Castex. Oh yes, I was gonna say Woodstock. I can't. Remember. I forgot what she looked. I remember Castex what she looked like. Were not up what her name and was. down, and like, and she's not the first or the last girl to claim that niggas have paid a lot of money in order to fuck. So I just don't. I really don't see how this is even something that niggas are acting like all aghast about, or like it's completely impossible to fathom that Future would do this. What is five thousand dollars to Future? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. I don't understand why this is news. <laughs> and I know that y'all be like, oh, yeah, I don't care about anything. I don't care about any topic. It seems like everything. I'm just, you don't what? care. I don't care. <laughs> like, they're always just like, I don't care. You guys are always talking about you don't care about this. That I just, I don't understand why this is news. We know that rap niggas, you guys know that rappers solicit women for sex. Or, like, they, you, you know that they pay sex workers for sex right and that that's fine at least to me yeah they have to know that <laughs> so to me when five thousand dollars i'm like oh good for you girl i don't know why and and maybe she's lying maybe she's lying about him and this particular thing i feel like the the odds are mo- lean more to future not wanting y'all to know that he spent five thousand dollars on pussy more yeah. than someone like but again this could be completely false however i want y'all to understand that your favorite rappers are not <laughs> fucking for free. yeah no and they're horse so let's not act like they're not that <laughs> Whether they, they are see somebody they want, they will pay for it. Whether it's as cut and dry as here is money, let's have sex, or like sex, here is a Birkin. Mm-hmm. These niggas are not just out here fucking their faves and not coming up off of it. Like th- this happens. And right. g- fine, mind your business. But I don't understand. Yeah, anyway, maybe future. maybe the problem is that like we're not scandalized by people paying for sex. Yeah. Like I actually don't yeah. care. I don't care about that at all. If anything, these girls need to get money. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm thinking if you're gonna fuck future at this point, how do you not get a check? At least take home a bag, bitch. Bare fucking minimum. Even better if you can get cash money. But like, you should be coming home with something tangible. <laughs> something that can be not converted into dollars. <laughs> Right. Not a selfie that you that he made you delete and then delete from your deleted folder as soon as before you left. Like something that you can use the next day. Why would you fuck any of these niggas? Anyway. So <laughs> there is that. Why would you fuck any of these niggas for free? For for what? To say you did, bitch, you and everybody else. No, no I guess. <laughs> I mean, but like that's not some exclusive club. <laughs> it depends. It depends on who it is. It depends on who it is. Because I could definitely like it's if it's your fave and it's like I'm just like I want to fuck this person so so bad, and then you got the opportunity, then sure. But if mm. some of these niggas are in your DMs and let's be one thousand <laughs> percent, that's what's happening. <laughs> you know it. If these niggas are bringing dick to your doorstep, then I don't see why you can't barter. I mean, I guess that's true. I guess I don't really feel that way about any type of celebrity or any celebrity I can think of. There's nobody I'm like, oh, bitch, I would risk it all, period, no matter what's going on to fuck. Like, I don't feel that way about nobody. So there's a few that I would I would be like, I want to try this out. I'm a little curious, but that's because I'm fine. 
And I also don't like niggas giving me things with that. But like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like giving, I'm, I'm going to do too much talking. I don't like giving niggas like room. Credit. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> you know I, I mean? don't like giving niggas the space because anything you give them, they will try to multiply it by 50. And the next thing you know, you give it on something you never had any intention on giving on. So I fully get it. I don't like giving these niggas nothing. Mm. Zero space. No inches. It's fine. Thank you for the, yeah. the thought. Thank it you for the fun time and the Uber home. And I'm done. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I do. Maybe a blunt. A you know, weed, I mean, maybe. yeah. I sat there and I drank your whiskey while I was at your house. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. Nice. No regrets. But, you know. Also, no Thread need. count was popping. <laughs> no need to take this any further than where it has already yeah, gone. You, you stay away. Yeah, <laughs> o- over yonder. <laughs> but that is me, and yes. that is you. Yes, that's us. That's We're clearly not, not everybody, right? Th- th- this would be a very different world <laughs> if everybody. Then the where way you we... come from? <laughs> <laughs> it was right there. It was wide open. <laughs> Yes, Debbie Allen. <laughs> um, Safari says that Erica busted up his bikes and all his sneakers, and he's oh, suing her ass because her. who the fuck does she think that she is? And he can't dirt bike no more, <laughs> and his sneakers are all all toe up. A reported thirty thousand oh, dollars in damages is, and he wants this coin. He's got evidence on the security cameras. I bet. And he wants the judge to force Erica to reimburse him $50,000 for the properties. Mm -hmm. And he's apparently also considering pursuing charges of the felony kind for criminal destruction. (laughs) They just had a son. They have a one-year-old daughter named Sapphire, and they just had a son who was born prematurely, I believe. And Safari got a whole bunch of shit after she didn't want his ass in the hospital. He went to court to try to get demand, uh, uh, trying to get the judge to like demand her to let him mm-hmm. in a hospital or something. And then the baby is in uh, intensive care. This nigga is celebrating in Jamaica. Right. <laughs> popping bottles. Right. With a coconut oil covered chest. Exactly. And niggas are like, so what is going on? So forgive I me. You wanted to beat her so bad. <laughs> Safari, um, if I don't give a fuck about you not being able to pop a wheelie around Atlanta on your fucking black, green, and gold dirt bike, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, I don't even watch Love and Hip Hop. Um, Atlanta or whatever city they're on I'm not sure if it is Atlanta but it doesn't matter anymore I don't even watch that but I've seen enough clips of him and Erica Mena for me to first of all I remember when these niggas got married and I thought what a horrible idea y'all are definitely just horny Y'all are horny and making a bad decision yes we all have sex but like here's the thing about that nigga and about Erica Mena they knew about each other when they made this decision to get legally bound together. Mm-hmm. So there is that, first of all. He knew that he was marrying somebody a bit unstable, and so did she. And so now it's- that we're at the... I mean, and and the fact that this girl, like, every clip I've seen of them from this show is, like, 
her trying to get him to talk about the strain of their relationship and him being like, I don't even want to talk to you no more. Do whatever you're going to do. Or like her being like, I'm pregnant and him being like, what? How? I don't get it. Me and you don't even talk like that. And she's like, yeah, I'm sperm eggs. I'm fucking six months pregnant. And he's like, how we live in the same house and we not that close. I'm like, clearly y'all not cohabitating on a daily basis in the same house. Clearly y'all are doing some other shit because this girl. Their relationship (laughs) is like on display. It was. They're on a show. They're, They're on, on a show. No, I wasn't making that up. They're literally on Real Housewives. I mean, Loving. I know Love and Hip Hop is back. Yeah, no, they're literally it. on one of those Love and Hip Hop shows. And like, these uh-huh. are actual clips from the show where she's like telling him, like, oh, yeah, so just so you know, I'm six months pregnant. And him being like, I mean, damn, we just now figured out what we was doing with our daughter. And now you having another baby? That's fucked up. And it's like, no, no. No, no. And I'm then, and then he le- no, because he leaves the scene by getting on one of them fucking dirt bikes and popping a wheelie and rolling his ass out of the camera view. What a fucking so when you ass. said that, I'm like, of course she went and destroyed all that bullshit because she the one who is dealing now with like two children under the age of three, which girl, fuck <laughs> me, bitch. Two kids under the age of three by yourself. Like, oh no. Mm. It's too much. I'm I'm slashing all your tires as well. I am. I'm slushing every fucking tire. If you're not there with me in the goddamn trenches every day with these kids. Well, God bless. No pity from me. I don't give a shit on this side. Both y'all niggas knew exactly what time it was. What time it was. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't fucking... You were like, I'm attracted to you. I'm attracted to you. We're both, you know, Mona Mona Me alum. And we're going to be some, like, reality show, talentless power couple thing. And then get married and whatever. When y'all knew, damn. Like, good, good luck. God bless. I hope these kids are healthy. And not affected by whatever weird fuck shit that y'all are doing on VH1 or wherever mm, the fuck else. Amen. Last but not least, um, rest in peace to Biz Marquis, who uh, passed away at the age of 57. Yeah. Um, reportedly uh, due to a complication with diabetes and a stroke, apparently. Mm. Um, so that was incredibly sad. And, yeah. And today I woke up and read that Keisha Cole's mom, Frankie Lons, also passed away at the age of 61, reportedly due to a drug overdose, which is just like, I just like, mm-hmm. I just sat with like my hand over my eyes when I read this earlier and it was just like, I don't know, because like, it's obviously really sad. I also felt like a if I can be honest, a tinge of like, I don't know, guilt is the right word. I kind of just felt like, like we know that television exploited this mm-hmm. woman and her family and her struggles with addiction um, in the name of entertainment for someone like me. And I found a lot of that shit entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and we could say, you know, like, well, she made us laugh and she knows that she was entertaining and stuff like that or whatever. But I'm just thinking about like how inexplicably difficult it is for people to deal with addiction. But like, I also can't help but think of how hard it must have been for people struggling with addiction over the past year 
to just stay, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, And knowing what we know about Keisha and her mom and her sister and stuff, it's just sad. It sucks that we lost Biz Marquis. It sucks that we lost Frankie. I feel like people are just dropping. And it was really, really unfortunate to read that. So I yeah. hope that the family and friends of both of them are doing well. As well it, as possible. Right. It was said. Um, the Biz Marquis news, I felt like I had heard maybe a week or two back that like things were real shaky for him. So that yeah. wasn't as much of a shock as the Frankie news was. Um, and then to mm. hear that it was like actually on her birthday, it was like, God yeah. damn, like I know that's rough for them. Um, and I feel the same way. Like I definitely watched every iteration of Frankie and Keisha and Nephi and all that. Like I watched all that bullshit. That was put on TV and I was incredibly entertained by most of it. Um, I think that speaking for myself anyway, and probably for a lot of other people, my awareness of like addiction issues and mental health issues has changed a lot since that was first on air. And I am much less likely at this age to like support some shit like that. Um, And also like, that Frankie had a lot of very deep issues that happened before anybody ever put a reality TV camera in her face. Mm-hmm. And what happened to her is extremely tragic, but I'm not going, I'm not going to put like the blame of the situation on myself. It's sad and life and other adult human beings failed her multiple times in like really big ways. Um, and I think more than anything, I just feel for the people who were closest to her. Cause like, mm-hmm. When you have any uh, any of us who have ever been close to somebody who is addicted to substances and or who is regularly engaging in substance abuse, it's hard when you love somebody so much and you just want the best for them and they are, for whatever reason, not able to do it for themselves. Yeah. It's just a hard thing to watch because you want to save them and you feel like you can't. It's like just a, it's a very helpless <laughs> feeling and. Um, so yeah, my thoughts are really with the people who are closest to Frankie tonight, that they're not being too hard on themselves for what happened. Yeah. Cause that's fucking rough. It's just yeah. a hard place to be in. And like you said, over the past year, things have been way worse and black people are actually the highest percentage of everybody who has seen an increase in like drug abuse, substance abuse over the past year. It's black people's numbers who have gone way up on overdoses like more than anybody else's like people are not coping well with the pandemic and all of the changes that it has brought so i just think a lot of empathy a lot of grace a lot of understanding will go a really long way yeah and rest in peace to both of them yeah for sure okay that's it for the uh hot tops this week and um we're gonna take a break and we will come right back after oh, Kid of Your Sport Show. Can't imagine what this is about. It's about the National National Basketball Association, <laughs> where they play basketball as an association That's nationally. Right. Yeah, yeah, they do that. Okay, thank you. Game six of the NBA Finals is coming at you hot tonight at 9 p.m. That's July 20th, where the Phoenix Suns will continue to play the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Bucks currently leading the finals three to two. That means that they've won three games and mm. the other team has won Thank two you. out of possible seven. Yeah. Yeah. Game five took place very recently, days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In which city? In Phoenix's mm-hmm. place. Yep. Where they play. In That's, arena. Yep. Correct. <laughs> Great start for the Suns. 16 point lead in the first quarter. 11 straight field goals tied longest in a finals game for the last 20 years of the NBA finals. It was looking so great for them. Second quarter came around. Drew Holiday was on that ass with a strong offense. Bobby Portis (laughs) aggressively earning 14 points off the bench. Who wrote this? The Bucks put 43 points up in the second quarter. Oh, but then you had Middleton, you had Giannis added at at Antoninus and Canopy. So close. So close. 20 points for for Giannis Antoninus and Chris Middleton. 25 for Drew Holiday. And by the fourth quarter, you had one C-3PO picking things up, trying his best. A light-skinned, beady-eyed nigga by the name of Devin Booker doing the most with the least. Came through with a three-pointer in that fourth quarter that was very smooth. Got a lot of people up on their feet. The Suns shot 62% of their shots from the three-point range in this game. It wasn't enough. Mm. Because with Giannis's Antis at Ant Campus yeah. and his signature alley oop in his 32 points and his nine rebounds and six assists, the Bucks pulled through. Some of the girls are asking if Booker should calm his ass down um before he loses it all for the girls. But I guess we'll have to see when the Suns play at the Bucks tonight. At 9 p.m., as I said. <laughs> Won't you check in to see what the dolls have to offer when they play basketball? I mean, I What do. did you think of this fascinating uh, display of sportsmanship and gainage and ball? I was going to ask you that exact same thing. Like, did you think the Suns... Well, I told you what I think, hon. Well, I mean, I just have questions for the nation's sure, I have sports answers. expert. So did you think mm-hmm. the Suns should have maybe sat Chris Paul at some point in the fourth quarter? What do you think about that decision? I think that when, you, when we sit down, we get up. And that when we <laughs> fall down, we get up. And that a saint is just a sinner who fell down and then got up. And so why should Chris Paul do anything besides the Lord's work, which is to get up and stand in his um, purpose, which is to play the game of basketball and pick up Mm -hmm. where his team may have been leaving off. Next okay. question. So now that the Bucks are up three to two, who do you think mm-hmm. takes the series overall? Do you think Giannis pulls it off? Or do you think that Chris Paul and the Suns, you know, finally get him the win that we've been waiting on for so long? Well, as I said, you know, Crime Mob 
they really set the standard very oh high when God. they said "nuck if you," and um, there's a power in that. There's a power in that. Yeah. I think that Giannis Antennas knows that, and that you know they're serving. They're serving. But then again, as I said before, Rihanna's first album was called "Music of the What Sun." There you go. It really is anyone's game. There's a power. There's a power. There's a power. There's a power. That's okay. a debut album from a what you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a power like in the sun. That's right. And um and so I wouldn't count the suns out just yet. But with the converging and the alley-oop and the the forward as well as the point guard of the Bucks as well as the as as well as um the color scheme of the jerseys. Wow. The next question. Did you say the converging? Yeah. The converging what? Ideas, <laughs> sportsmanship, <laughs> determination, <laughs> willingness to 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 survive and to thrive. Inspiration, okay, goals. Right, thank you. Bus. <laughs> no, thank another you so club. Thank you. Another club. Plane. Jet. Another club. No <laughs> sleep. Next question. Actually, you have completely cleared it up for me. Thank you so much. Another sports shorts done effortlessly. You girls are so, I mean, it's a passion. It's a it's a passion. And um, you're welcome. Uh, we're out at the edge of our seats to know mm. who will be victorious as the 2021 NBA Finals Championship. You get jewelry. You get jewelry. Okay. And um and bragging rights. LeBron was at the game. Adele. Mm. It's a lot on the line. A lot on the line. So all we can do is watch and hope for the best. That's been Kid Fury's Sports Shorts. Wow. You're welcome. Thank you. Um... You never know when I'll pop back in to supply you with knowledge and education in the name of athleticism. Love you so much. We're going to take a break and come back with your letters. I'm undefeated. There's no... You are. No, it's it's so true. I'm so good at this. They cannot stop you. (laughs) I'm like... Are you reading an ESPN summary? I was just like... Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's what I did. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something that I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Check you know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlet Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe. So 
If you have it on your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal to give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl. That's how it works. <laughs> By setting our clock sword, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. Okay? Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, Diva? How are you using them? There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. That's right. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash The R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. And it's time to read your letters. Bring it on. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. We have an update this week from Rose. Um, if you remember, Rose was asking us for advice on breaking up with her quarantine fuck buddy a few weeks back. Oh, yeah. And she said, so first of all, Kid Fury was definitely right about me needing to be more specific because this nigga was closer to a situationship than a fuck buddy. After the episode aired, I planned on letting him know how I felt when we spoke again. But at that point, he hadn't texted me for almost two weeks. So I just assumed he goes to me, which I was fine with. A few days ago, I decided to unfollow him on social media. And not even three hours later, this nigga hit my line talking about, do we have beef? And saying that he expected <laughs> me to be more real and respectful. <laughs> what? I knew that was bullshit because ghosting somebody is neither real nor respectful. So I told him I don't owe him any explanations as to what I do and I, that I just didn't want to see him anymore. He didn't seem very upset by this, to be honest, but he kept calling me bro and saying he thought I'd be more respectful. So I just said, all right, bro, and deleted his thread out my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I live. Thanks again for y'all's advice on how to end things with him. It definitely wasn't as big a deal as, or as painful as I thought it would be. Right. And, and now that it's over with, I fully plan to enjoy the rest of my hot girl summer. Thanks again, Rose. That's so funny because right before you read that sentence, I was just about to say, see, that wasn't you. That wasn't bad. Right. Like, it really and she wasn't. was like, it wasn't. It was actually pretty easy to be like, yeah, fuck this nigga. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> it did sound like standard nigga reaction it or did. response or whatever, but that's way more like bruised ego than it is anything yeah. fuck else. Like, <gasps> she unfollowed me. You weren't fucking talking to her anyway. And y'all were just fucking <laughs> cares. Shut but, up, you loser. Unfollowing me means that she's over me. And how dare she? <laughs> Right, I right. I wasn't done playing exactly. with her yet. <laughs> How dare she not be slobbering with her hypnotized eyes right. gazing on my person? Get over yourself, bitch. Exactly. You move on, and um, so should he. Uh, best of luck to you, sister, going forward. Our next letter, I'm sorry, our first letter actually comes from Stephanie, who says, my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend has always been a problem. 
<laughs> he <Here we> said <laughs> he said that his relationship with her was the most toxic and unhealthy relationship of his life. You said. And when we first got together, she was trying to get him back. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> I want to know how many people. I cannot with you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) She kept doing very inappropriate things like sending him old pictures from when they used to date. And she would reach out to him whenever her mental health was bad. And she got real upset when she saw his Valentine's Day post on Instagram about me. He's been very honest with me whenever she messages him. And when she moved out of our city last year, I let him meet up with her one last time so they could talk and try to gain some type of closure. The problem is that she is still texting him. Oh, my God. Recently, my boyfriend told me that his ex says she wanted to talk to him since it's been a year since they last saw each other. And I got very upset when he told me because at this point, I don't even see why they should still be in contact. I even broke down. <laughs> I even broke down and snuck in his phone so I could read their messages for myself. See, I really want to reply back to this girl and tell her to cut the crap and stop texting my man. But I know that she has issues and that wouldn't be helpful. I don't want to be controlling by telling my boyfriend to block her, especially because he just ignores her text messages entirely. But I feel helpless in this situation. What would you do in my shoes? Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> I don't. Stephanie, what? So I don't really I have nothing for like the connectivity between you and this girl. Mm. If that makes sense. Like you're cuz I'm like, okay, well why is she comfortable continuing to reach out to this right. nigga? Why is that what is it a that he's doing or not doing that allows her to feel comfortable reaching out to him so regularly, so often, if she knows that he is a relation, he's in a relationship, they're not together. What's going on? You're saying he's not responding to any of this stuff. So I'm kind of like, what's the tea? Like, you know, like what's, should she just tell him to block the girl like because yeah i mean i mean i guess i'd be like blocker but if he's not responding to her then what difference does it make because like assuming he's using the same phone that i use or whatever i don't know how androids or whatever work but i think that when you block people that doesn't they don't know that you block them like, on the phone. Like, if we're talking about Instagram and stuff like that, then, yeah, maybe. Oh, no, the but. phone will definitely, especially, like, if you, like, if I have an iPhone and I block somebody who has an iPhone, they know that they got blocked. Because they oh. iMessage, because the iMessages don't go through no more. They won't say delivered anymore? Never. Nope. They sure won't. Oh, I didn't know that. And when okay, you call, well it'll go straight to voicemail or it'll just, like, never pick up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, then there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I guess then maybe. I mean, I don't know. I feel like there isn't enough ground work here for us, like Mm. laid for us to know enough about 
her specific issues uh, with her, like, emotions or mental health or depression or whatever, and his engagement with that, why she goes to him instead of a therapist. Mm. There's, like, a lot going on here that I don't know if I feel comfortable enough to be like, he should just block her. Like, maybe he should be like, hey, look, wish you the best. You know what I mean? I want you to be happy and healthy. Mm -hmm. I hope you're talking to somebody, but this can't happen anymore. Please respect that. It's not because I don't give a fuck about you. Just, you know. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. heart. And you want for this person to be healthy. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess if, I don't know, because it's like if you're not talking to her anyway, then what the fuck? I, I, I mean, and I no, I I really think like when I first read that, I felt that same way. Like if she is texting him and he's never responding, then the fact that she's still texting is not going to bother me, unless for some reason I think that he is responding and just making sure to delete his responses from her before I have the chance to go through his phone. And if I think a nigga is that devious, then we don't have no business being together because that's just Boom! too much. I don't have there it the fuck I is. I cannot be bothered with all that. I can't be bothered with, well, maybe he's really just trying to make it seem like it's one thing when it's like, I don't, if I don't trust you that to that extent, then we really don't need to be together. As soon as you read, oh, and so I sneaked into his phone or whatever. I was like, why put my hand on his phone when I could put my hand <laughs> on the door now, right? Yes, and just walk out of his life. <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm not. I'm not. I don't know how old this person is, but I'm definitely mm. past the sneaking in your phone thing. Yeah. If I feel like something is going on that I need to do that, I'd rather just not. I really, I'm really looking for the type of security where I don't give a fuck about what is happening in your phone because I know that I don't need to. And you know that you don't need to worry about what's going on over here. And so that's not good. The only time I'm ever holding your phone is if you ask me to take a picture. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if I feel like I need to do that, I just don't want it. I don't want it. Yes. I mean, and this person did not put their age or the age of anybody else involved. So I have no way. She could be 50. Who knows? Right. I mean, you can be any age and dealing with this kind of insecurity. So what I would say is that if you feel like your man is telling you the truth and this girl is just texting and he's not responding, then I would work on like why I am so threatened by that. I would, I would, especially if you feel like this relationship is great in every other way and it's my insecurity standing in the way, then I would try to work on my insecurities. And she mentioned that she had like a therapist and I would definitely bring this up to the therapist and start talking about it in that way. Um, if I don't trust that he's telling the truth, then I would break up with him. And um, I also think that like, if you bring up the possibility that he would block her, Because I feel like that's like, I feel like it's not a crazy conversation to have because it's like, what is the, like, if she was so toxic and this was so unhealthy, then like, why not? Why is she still allowed to have access to you? Like, depending on Mm -hmm. how close you and your man are, I feel like that's a very valid conversation to have. Absolutely. And if he's like super defensive about it, then I would probably be like, no, wait a minute. Why are you so attached to this girl? Like when me and you have been together for over a year. Right. I don't see why her feelings matter more to you than mine. So. Right. So I'm I'm not saying don't bring up the conversation. In fact, it's probably a good idea for you to bring up the conversation. But 
if you feel like, I mean, and you know y'all better than we do, of course, and only you can know whether this is true for yourself. But if you feel like, damn, I'm really tripping and I just, I feel like I'm losing control and I need to be completely on top of what's happening with my man, then if I were you, I would try to unpack that with my therapist and figure out Hell yes. why I'm acting like that. But, you know, it's a few different ways that can go. this can go depending on how you feel about the reality of the situation. And you just, you really don't want to be annoying a nigga over somebody that's not a problem. Yeah. It's not cute. It's not fun. It's not attractive. Mm-hmm. At all. I promise you it's not. Unless your nigga is like really toxic and likes that type of shit. And then <laughs> y'all are probably perfect for each other. <laughs> but like, you don't want to be you know, like nagging and irking the fuck out of somebody over a nigga that's not doing nothing with nobody just because this girl is doing whatever. I think that you can um, express where your comforts lie, where they don't, um, and talk about it. Because again, if she really is someone that's dealing with some like issues with her emotions or her mental health or whatever, you want to, I would want for him to handle it delicately, regardless of this being her ex or whatever, unless she was like, I don't give a fuck about that other bitch. She could die, you know, because then fuck you. And she was trying to get him back when y'all first got together. And maybe after they met up and had that conversation, she understood that like he is really for you or whatever. And so she decided to back off like whatever it is. I just feel like (laughs) there is a way for everybody involved to handle this in a manner that is respectful. Um, And also sometimes you say things to people that are simply going to hurt their feelings and there is no way around that. Yeah. Sometimes you're just going to hurt somebody's feelings. Sometimes you don't feel the same way that they do. And there's nothing that you can do to fix that. So um, yeah, best of luck to you and your boyfriend as y'all work through through this and if you decide that you're gonna just um you know keep going through his phone while you figure out whether you trust him or not which (laughs) i mean you would not be the first but um if you come across the evidence that you're looking for make sure you do something with it well (laughs) that's all i'll say about that if you see the confirmation you were looking for then do something with it um and yeah, let us know how it goes. Our next letter comes yeah. from Puma, who says, My best friend Lucy has been subbing me on Twitter and Facebook for quite some time now. Well, okay. <laughs> Our relationship started to fade a while ago due to her constantly being unavailable. She was caring for an ill family member for a while. And as a psychology major, I consider myself to be very empathetic. So I understood why she needed some time to herself. However, There have been too many occasions where Lucy let me down. She has a tendency to agree to plans that we make to go out. And then she flakes and doesn't even tell me that she's not going to make it. I don't necessarily need her to give me a reason for canceling or flaking, but I feel like she should have the courtesy to update me on what she plans to do. It really hurts me when I am stood up by my best friend. Because Lucy was going through a hard time, I chose not to say much about it because I didn't want to seem insensitive to her situation. I eventually texted her and told her how I felt, which did not go well. So we decided to meet up in person. And I thought, (laughs) no, to talk it out. (laughs) And I thought that we did talk everything out. But for some reason, Lucy still continues to like, share and retweet posts that insinuate that her friends turned on her when she was going through it. And overall portraying me like I'm some kind of insensitive bitch who didn't care. 
This really upsets me because the whole reason I was initially afraid to tell her how I felt was because I was scared she was going to react like this. I really don't know how to be a friend to her anymore. And constantly being subbed by her is actually hurting my feelings. What should I do? Thanks, Puma. Oh, no. Yeah, that that's a rough place to be in. Um, well, I was going to say, like, the unfortunate part, it, it sucks when you, like, talk to someone about something Mm -hmm. and like with the explicit and sole like reason or expectation of like fixing it like the whole purpose is just getting it all out fixing everything moving on and you think that that's the case only to discover that the other party is still holding on to things especially when you walk away from it like oh yeah great we figured that out, yeah. Yeah, we that got sucks. that. And you're like, cool, walking into the sun. And then the next thing you know, you got home and you sit the fuck down. And it's like, no. Nope. Still mad. That sucks. It's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I thought that we said, well, I, I, I'd say it again. <laughs> like, what do I, what am I supposed to do now? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that, like, you did the right thing in talking about it the first time, making an effort, <clears throat> trying to be transparent and vulnerable. You can't like force someone to behave or think a certain way, even if they claim that they are like on that page or whatever, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um and it just sounds like this person doesn't need to be anywhere on your radar. Like it sounds like she's not your friend and should just kind of be blocked and left to figure out whatever it is that she needs to figure out, honestly. Cause I just don't, I don't know what <laughs> it's like, what are you supposed to do now? Are you supposed to be like, Hey, temperature check, thought everything was good. Mm. Um, do you want to set another appointment? Like what? I don't, you not know, and, cause it's check. not even like, it's not even like we left the situation and you're still upset about it and you're going to our other friends and I'm hearing through other friends that you're still upset about it. Like you're posting stuff, like you're, you're, you're putting things into the ether for me to see mm-hmm. about me. Why? Like what, what's on your spirit? I think this person <laughs> should fuck off. <laughs> I mean, I think my question is, are these things really about you? Well, are you Lucy's only friend? Are you possibly the only person in her life who she maybe felt like people didn't understand what she was going through? Is there maybe something else that you don't know about? Like, I just feel like the problem with subliminals or subbing on social media is that it's not direct. And it's not like niggas see something that applies and and retweet it or repost it and be like, at such and such, nigga, you did this shit. Like, that's the problem. There's too much that's left up to interpretation. And you can have like a gut feeling. And oftentimes that gut feeling is right. But I wouldn't make the decision, especially if this is your best friend. I would not make the decision to end the relationship based off what I think you're saying via unclear messages on social media. Like... I think I would um, maybe bring this up to her the next time I saw her and be like, I don't know if this is me just tripping, but I felt like 
when we last saw each other, we were in a really good place. And I saw these tweets or these Instagram stories and they made me feel away. And I just want to know if like this is about me. Do we still have an issue or not? And so like based off that, I think that's how I would make my move. She's like, actually, yeah, yeah, I just had some residual feelings and I was just like really in it. And then you can say like, listen, this this hurts. Like I care a lot about you and I didn't want you to feel this way and you know my bad that if would I be like fucked up in my response but you know like i want i love you and i want the best for you and i don't want us to be beefing like this i feel like that would be the ideal response but <laughs> like if you do say this to her and she's like i do have some residual feelings and felt away or whatever i feel like okay well at least yeah. you can be honest about that and that leaves the door open for us to just for like me to be honest that like you just said it yeah. is hurting me and I want us to like really fix this and not like surface level fix it. Right. But and that's then, if you get that level of vulnerability and honesty. Yeah. And then you don't feel like you being crazy and you were just imagining something that wasn't actually going on or wasn't yeah. actually real. Like there is that. But if she says, no, girl, that wasn't about you. I didn't even tell you about Keisha's old bitch ass and how she got mad at me because I didn't want to go to the club. And meanwhile, meanwhile, my auntie was like on a ventilator. Like (laughs) (laughs) you just, you just don't know for sure. And that's the problem with stuff that is vague. So if this is somebody you really love and you feel really close to, then I would take the risk and ask her about it. But you pointed out something good for me, which is like, who is it then? Keisha? Like, you, like, <laughs> yeah, you like, I want to know who you talking about then. Right. If it's not me, I would love to know. And especially again, if this is your best friend. Right. This is not just some bitch that you was in a study group with once or something like that. Like, this is just supposed to be your ace boom coon. So like, if it's not me, it? then uh, right. Who are you talking and about? I feel like, are we close enough for us to have this conversation or Let's not? ride out. Since she's so mad. L- I mean, and I would I would love to fight this bitch on your behalf, sister. Like, are we good or are we not? Same and more. so that's why I say I feel like you should just, you know, invite her out to lunch again or whatever. And y'all have like a heart to heart where you talk about how this is making you feel. And then kind of like the previous letter, whatever she says after that. You base your reaction on that. But I mean, that's the problem with social media is too much. That's up for interpretation. And sometimes you don't like sometimes things feel super personal. when It has nothing to do with us at all. And sometimes it feels super personal because it is. And that bitch is talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there, but either way, there's no way that y'all can really be best friends if y'all don't have trust. And there's no way you fully going to trust her if you don't have this conversation with her. So, mm-hmm. I, I think when you really know someone, you know. I mean, I think you can really feel like you know, <laughs> and I think you can know. Like I do, I don't, I don't discount that. I just know that, like, I just know that for some people, they everything feels like it is about them because they are so used to internalizing the message that everything that happened that was wrong was their fault. Well, I feel like I try to operate with a certain level of self-awareness where I will ask myself three, four times, like, mm. are you tripping? And that's a Let's good Let's just do that's a, good a little process. bit of thinking. Yeah. Let's do a taste of research and just, and like, not, because like, 
I don't like leaping out the window and falling on my face. I really don't. Isn't that so, <laughs> you know, I try at least to do that. That's why I feel like if I feel, if I really feel it, usually it's leading somewhere, mm-hmm. but I'm still not going to be like, you know, like send me the Addy, <laughs> you know, like let's fight. I'm either just going to be like, all right, cool. Like, I guess, you know, we'll talk when we talk or like you said, I might be like, hey, what's going on? But that sucks too, because you never know, like, if that person's gonna be like, oh no, I wasn't talking about anyone. I just was watching a rerun of Scandal and it made me think of, shut the fuck up. You're talking about somebody, bitch, and it was probably me. And I you mean, up here acting like you're not married. Especially if we just had a conversation about how you feel like niggas cared more about like whether you could go kick it as opposed to like the shit that you were going through for the for you to then be like damn i feel like niggas has been doing me wrong lately it's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna draw some fucking lines girl because i'm not crazy and i'm very like i'm very well aware of of what could potentially be happening here that's what i'm saying like if i were in your position Knowing how I am, which is very much like I assume responsibility for anything, any anybody else's bad moods or anything negative that somebody has to say, I automatically assume it's my fault somehow. So if I were you, I would go to her with it and pray that she feels like we are close enough for her to be real with me about it. Because if I feel like you're not, if I feel like you're lying about it and you just saying whatever to get me out your face or whatever, then that's going to change the way I move around you. Um, But if I get the feeling that you're being real with me about it, and and honestly, I would get that feeling if you admitted that, A, yes, it is about me, or B, no, it's not about me, it's about this other bitch, and I didn't even tell you what was going on. Like, disclosure about how you're really feeling, that would go, like, a long way. So, yeah. I just, yeah, I just think it's best, like, if you love and care about this person so much that it's worth the effort to try to figure out what's going on there. Um, But trust your gut. And if your gut is saying, nah, this bitch is talking about you and she got feelings that she's not allowing herself to express, you don't have to subject yourself to that. All you have to do is try. If people can't be real with you, even when you are, like, asking them to do that, that's not a failure on your part. That's their issue now. You gave them the opportunity to be real and they chose to not. So that's not on you. And from that point, you know, if you feel like it's best for you to create distance and maybe start thinking about having a different best friend, then, you know, you do what you have to do to take care of yourself. You do. It's unfortunate, but sometimes people grow apart and you think you're going to have friends for life and you just don't. And it's sad, but it's just part of the experience. So um yeah good luck to you puma as you um attack this situation let us know how it goes um let's wrap up the questions right there for this week if you have one for us send it to ask the read at gmail.com we're going to take another quick break and be right back when you're constantly on the move it's not just pits that break a sweat from your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and Walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Okay, folks, so it's time now for us to do the read. And go ahead. 
Okay, so very quickly this week, I just want to cuss out Megyn Kelly's dumb bitch, stupid bitch ass. Um, if you don't remember, Megyn Kelly is one of um, white supremacy's most famous princesses. She was fired from NBC a few years ago after she tried to say that doing blackface was okay during Halloween. Yeah, she um, yeah, no, she is absolutely the worst. And even though she like kind of faked apologize and then tried to be like a kind of you know, oh my God, I've learned from my experience and I'm going to be a better type of white woman. She, I guess she realized that like that don't pay as well as mm-hmm. being a tool of Satan because she's back on her satanic bullshit and has been for a while. But um, for the most part, I ignore Megyn Kelly and the rest of know. the white power posse because that's truly none of my business. Like that one dumbass white girl who was carrying a fucking machine gun rifle around her campus or whatever. I don't pay that dumb bitch no mind. That Tommy Loretto bitch, none of my business. Megan Kelly, exact same situation. However, when it comes to black girls and especially famous black girls and to get even more specific, Naomi Osaka, who has been talking about Um, The importance of taking care of her mental health and withdrawing from the public eye um, when she felt like it was too much for her to handle. Um, I feel extremely protective over these girls. And so Megyn Kelly's dumb bitch ass retweeted a tweet from somebody else talking about how Naomi Osaka is allegedly too introverted to talk to the media. But she's put out a reality show talking about her Netflix um, documentary and a Barbie and now she's on the cover of the swimsuit issue. And so Megan Kelly, who I truly think she thinks that like her number one mission in life is to find women of color or specifically black women who have jobs and are doing things and tries to take them down for, you know, having talent and a purpose, neither of which she possesses. But yeah, she yeah. um retweeted this and was like, let's not forget the cover of and the interview in Vogue Japan and Time magazine, as if to co-sign this idea that like Naomi Osaka having social anxiety means that she doesn't have all these other things going on. Now, anybody <laughs> with more than five brain cells to rub together <laughs> would say, hmm, Considering that Naomi made this decision within the past few months and considering that things like, you know, the production of a whole goddamn Barbie doll or the creation of a whole goddamn documentary or, you know, even the cover of magazines, these things all have giant lead times, meaning they were all in production in 2020 or 2019 or even earlier. There is no way in hell Mattel put out a Barbie doll, a Naomi Osaka Barbie doll, and just got started on it in the past eight weeks. It's literally a 0% chance. And like I said, anybody would know that, but you would expect that somebody who purports to be a journalist would absolutely know that. However, Megyn <laughs> Kelly is... Journalist. Megyn Kelly is far more dedicated to being a racist piece of shit than actually being good at her job. Boom! Um, and to Naomi's credit, she retweeted Megan's tweet and said, seeing as you're a journalist, like I said, seeing as you're a journalist, I would have assumed you would take the time to research what the lead times are for magazines. And if you did that, you would have found out that I shot all my covers last year. Not this one. All of what them. dumbass. Instead, your first reaction is to hop on here and spew negativity. Do better, Megan. And <laughs> an additional shout out to Naomi for misspelling Megan Kelly's name. 
Good. Absolutely Fuck adored it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And if you think that that white woman took that on the chin and was like, damn, you're right. My bad. I jumped to conclusions. Of course she fucking didn't. She's a white woman. Who got cleared by a 23-year-old black girl. Of course she didn't just take that. <laughs> oh, now Naomi Osaka has blocked me. I guess she doesn't want the actual media to engage with her. And then Piers Morgan is backing but you up. Bitch, she's on the anytime, anytime you and Piers Morgan are on the same side, switch sides. Any, anyone. How do you that not know that? That goes for any human being. How do you yeah. not know that? How do you not know Sage that? Sage advice. Sage advice. Perhaps... Yeah. Naomi Osaka, Naomi Osaka's like desire to avoid the media has something to do with dumbass bitches like you. Imagine, imagine. Like, how do you imagine. think that behaving this way does anything other than prove her point? Mm. The thing about Naomi Osaka is that y'all are so mad that she won't just be a part of the machine. Yeah. She's like that's really it. a young phenom and number one in all these different ways and winning all these huge matches and all this other shit. And y'all are mad that she won't just shut up and go along with the goddamn game. There is a clear, blatant, absolutely unabashed, absolutely like like terror that hangs on black people, but specifically. Specifically, <laughs> when black women are like, no, I don't want to do yeah. this, you know, whatever part of the game thing because it is unhealthy for me. Yeah. Not because like, oh, I'm a, a diva and you don't have the right, you know, flavor ruffles. And honestly, give Mariah Good whatever enough. the fuck kind of right. M&M she wants. Bitch, get over yourself. Who the fuck do you think? Can you do you have a whistle register? Bitch? Right. I didn't think so. Exactly. So. Pick out her M&M's, ho. But furthermore, it's just like, like, Black women could ask for, like, just basic human decency mm-hmm. when it comes to this kind of thing. And it's like, no, you're a slave to the machine. You're right. here for us, bitch. How dare you think about yourself? How yeah. dare you consider, you know, your health and and how it might uh, relate to your performance? Right. You feel you say, wow, I feel like, you know, I I don't sleep enough. I'm losing my grip on reality and feeling more and more like I'm spiraling every day. And people be like, but how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> how dare you not continue to subject yourself to the very things that are stressing you the fuck out? The level of visibility that that girl has the level of fame that she is at it's not something that most people can comprehend the amount of pressure that is put upon you by not just the people in your life and she mentioned i'm not finished yet with the netflix special but like she mentioned that like her whole goal with tennis was to make sure her mama didn't have to work no more because her mama was working two three jobs and sleeping in the car at times to like pay for her and her sister to be able to do all this This is a human being with the weight of the world on her shoulders. But all you see is a black mammy bitch who need to shut up and do what the fuck you say. And that's why I'm just It's just product. It's just these people are product. Fuck y'all. Yes. And it could be any one of the girls. It could be Venus or Serena. It could be Coco Golf. It could be black women in any sport. Right. And Serena especially. It could be any of us. And y'all would have the exact same fucking issue let it be simone biles who like we said has not come in anything but first for like eight years 
they would have an issue with Simone. You could be the most perfect black girl. And as soon as you step outside of what the white establishment wants for you, you're a fucking problem. Let Serena Williams be like, I'm not having a very good day. Girl. Oh, poor you. Poor you. Are you not? Are you oh, not having Zelina, a good day? Are you sad? Complain some more. Do you oh. miss your baby and your oh, husband? Oh, no. Like, Grow up. Yes, like, bitch. I'm a human like, being and I'm fucking what struggling. What the fuck? <laughs> Fuck your little game. You're not even talking about crying yourself to sleep at night. Having fucking heart palpitations from one interview to the next interview. Losing sleep. Not remembering the last time that you did what the fuck you wanted to do. Or just ate what you wanted to eat. Mm -mm. Or just watched something for the fun of it. Or was able to just go and go outside with your family. Or see your mama. Like... Just all of these yep. things that you don't under you don't consider that a lot of these people are really sacrificing, and then put on top of the fact that this is a twenty three year old kid. It's one of the biggest fucking stars. She's on the planet so right young. Now. She is so young, and get get a grip. And she has made all these sacrifices, and then has to turn around and deal with judgment from people who have made none of those grown ass. Adults who have How made the fuck old is none Megan Kelly? of those one hundred and three people who are gonna go home and eat something fried and smothered in a cream sauce, who see their Megan Kelly closest relatives every day, who don't have you're to dedicate every moment 50. to exercising and training. <laughs> you're a fifty-year-old woman. I just ah uh, uh, the links y'all go to to discredit black I women and to. girls. I have to literally train my body. Mm-mm. Come home sore. <laughs> I have to do like all kinds of yep. strenuous physical work. Yep. On top of the mental work and then the emotional carrying that I have to do. Yeah. And then on top of that, now I got to argue with your 50-year-old white ass. Because you're spreading all these fucking, it's not even necessarily lies. It's just a completely, it's a viewpoint that completely disregards the fact that Naomi Osaka is a person, a human being who is dealing with something that you don't know shit about. So maybe a little empathy is necessary here. Yeah. But no, she's a black girl, so she's not entitled to that. You know who you feel bad for? white women who have been persecuted you know what you want to get to the bottom to of like whether santa claus was actually a white man you know what you care about making sure that the dumbass magas of this country the people who still believe that donald trump had their best interest in mind that they continue to support you and put money in your pockets you don't actually care about human beings and you don't see the kernels in the cornbread it's just kernels in the cornbread Those are the issues. It's just the uh, it's the the worst of what white womanhood has to offer, and I'm so over this bitch. And that's hot dogs it. in the mac. I'm yes fucking. No. I'm just, and you know, it's very it's giving like grapes in the potato salad. Oh, oh, that one actually turned my stomach. <laughs> oh, you know, white people love a chunky textured ass potato salad. Oh, like. I almost threw up a little bit. And they just, you know, they want a little fresh taste sensation. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, fuck Megyn Kelly forever and always. Amen.
And for being the reason that they hacked Charlize Theron's face to bits for that damn movie that she did with Harley Quinn. Fuck all the way off, Megan Kelly. I'll never forgive you. <laughs> Amen. Um. All right. So this week I'm going to pass my read. Ew. Pass the read like we used to. Um, my head's been all over the place. So I decided to reach into the box here and see what you guys have been talking about and i have two quick ones one this one says for my old head ass dog um (laughs) (laughs) oh i love when y'all read y'all's pets before i go in on this little nigga i need you to understand how much i care about him oh god teba fake name is my childhood dog i've had him since (laughs) i was a little kid right as if we're gonna like like who the fuck as if the dog was gonna hear us and retaliate (laughs) Right. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Be listening to the podcast in the kitchen and then later that night. <gasps> and all of a sudden, right, is a little glint yeah. of a knife. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've had him since I was a little kid and I truly consider him to be my best friend. He's always by my side. We've grown up together. We can read each other well and I tr- feel truly connected to him. <laughs> to the point where when he passes away from old age, I know a piece of me will go with him. I lie awake at night sobbing sometimes knowing that day will inevitably come. Now let me tell you the audacity that this old raggedy ass <laughs> dog has. See, I was like, she peppered in like, oh Did my you God, write I love this? this dog. Did you like, write this? Everything. No, but I relate on <laughs> a, like, like a powerful level. <laughs> like it honestly feels like this could be me from the future. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think you wrote this. Tuba has always slept in my bed almost every night since he was a puppy. Now, actually, see, this is where we get old. Well, okay, almost every night since he was a puppy. And if I even as even if I even lightly graze him while he sleeps, he springs out of his deep ass sleep oh, to let out no. the most aggressive fighter dog growl <laughs> I've ever heard. As if I kicked him off the side of the bed, he'll even nip at me if he. If he's really pissed. I need this old fool to understand the privilege that he has. I could have had your ass chained up outside like dogs around the corner, yet you sleep every night in a warm bed on my extremely comfy comforter. Comforter. Most dog owners, especially black dog owners, don't let their dogs up on the furniture, let alone in the bed with their own pillow. Be grateful that you're even up here. You've known me since I was literally six years old. You know I turn in my sleep, nigga. Mm. If you don't want to get touched, and I mean barely touch, and sleep on the floor like a normal dog. There's a Golden Girls reference there. I'll let you figure it out. <laughs> and while we're on topic, stop laying in the middle of the bed on top of all of the covers. Like, you know, like, why don't you just marry this? He sounds like your husband. <laughs> like, you know I'm about to get in this bed, lay in the left-hand corner on my side I with the covers not. pulled over my face. <laughs> you know the bedtime routine. Stop looking at me like... I'm crazy when you're taking up 75% of bed and 95% of the blanket. In conclusion. Are you really doing all this? <laughs> I'm not taking your disrespect, old man. You snore. Your bladder is failing. You sound like a rubber chicken when you bark. You're scared of thunder. You pick fights with bigger dogs to compensate for the fact that you weigh 15 fucking pounds. Hell, you broke your ACL trying to run across the street and start something with the neighbor's dog. And you dig through the trash like you grew up on the streets and not in a suburban home. I'd ask if you have any home training, but I know that you do. As I write this from my desk, you are sleeping Ooh. peacefully on the entire cover. <laughs> And I cannot wait to yank this shit from up underneath you this like a magician doing a tablecloth <laughs> trick after I'm done writing it. You ain't shit and good night. Signed, Rivali the Rito Champion. Oh, my God. 
So I will say that I felt this on such a deep level, mm-hmm. Ravali. And Link also um, <laughs> sleeps on the bed in a little corner. I don't care. Judge your mother. What are you going to do about it? Like, she's cleaner than most of y'all's niggas that sleep in a bed with you. And that I can say for a hard fact because you write us letters about him. So I'd shut up. Um, but anyway... This all sometimes is up in the bed with me in her little corner. I get a, like, I have, like, a little furry, (laughs) one of the little blankets I got from Love Sack. Okay. And I put it in, like, a little corner. And so, like, that's her little slice. But every now and then, you know, if I'm snoring or if Mm -hmm. I, you know, roll over or something that I do. Now, she will not growl at me because that bitch knows better. (laughs) And she already knows that I'll clear her black ass. And that's a fact. It's a hard one. (laughs) So, she doesn't do that. But I will. I have every now and then woken up out of my sleep to a side eye, and I have to ask her if she would like to move out. <laughs> because, bitch, what you're not going to do is accost me with your eyes. And there's just something about terrier, especially like small dogs. But Yorkies have incredibly expressive faces, especially when it comes to shame. And the bitch will really be looking at me out of the corner of her face, like. So I can't sleep. I would like to get some rest. Bitch, get your ass out. You have five beds. <laughs> she don't have to be in your bed. She's even my bed <laughs> on a love sack, on a couch, <laughs> in a guest room couch, on the floor, like on the dog underneath bed. the dining room table, <laughs> on the dog bed, in the other dog bed I forgot I bought, <laughs> on top of the fucking pillows. Like the bitch, she has 18 beds. I cannot. It depends on her mood. Right. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> The audacity and looked at me crazy when I picked her ass up to clear her out of this fucking room before we do the podcast. You're not going to be in here farting tonight, miss. I've played with you all day long. I've been scratching your belly. I've been dealing with your fake sneezes that you give me every single time that you want attention. Bitch, you're not sneezing. Like, stop it. She got allergies. I learned within the last year that the bitch pretends to sneeze when she wants my attention. Because when she was younger, I thought she really had allergies oh and stuff. Oh my god! All I'm hearing is and now I've realized activity. that she learned that if she does that, I will be like, "Oh no, what's do you, she learned? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if I do this sneezing thing, yeah. he's gonna a be genius. concerned." I'm hearing a genius. <laughs> and late now that I've learned that within the past, however many months, and mind you, the bitch is like four years old, going on five, <laughs> right? So an adult, I'm like, bitch, stop. You're not sneezing. You're not allergic to anything. Oh, God. <laughs> she's going to come up with something Thank else. Thank you for allowing me to get <laughs> that. Oh, no, of course. She's never without a plan. The bitch is like... <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> Last but not least, this letter comes from... Uh, Petra. Petra says, hey, y'all. My 12-hour shift from... Uh, 12-hour work shift from hell yesterday bled over to today's mood, and I need help. I seek to use this outlet, if I may, to release this toxicity into the universe and off of my spirit. Pray my strength in the Lord. This is why I'm 38 hot. Now, I would just want to say, editor's note, I'm not fully sure what this first part is. But okay, it says first to Publix. Shut the fuck up and sell me my chicken. I don't appreciate the blatant use of a, a beautiful girl at her quinceanera, a black granddaddy with a granddaddy afro, and a happy South Asian family having a good fight to emotionally manipulate me into your store. The chicken is literally already in my hand. 
Shut the fuck up. Now, I'm assuming that Petra is talking about Publix commercials. Mm-hmm. Or I haven't seen a Publix ad. ad in a while because we don't live in a place that, right. you know, cares about happiness or pleasure. <laughs> so we don't have Publix, thus no ads. So that's what I think that this was about. But I feel you. Like, bitch, I'm coming down to get the chicken. Like, calm down. You don't have to, you know, engage in tokenism. Uh, secondly, Masigo? Masego? This is a rapper. Oh Lord. Massago? Um Y'all leave me alone. I don't know how to say this. I feel like name. I had this exact same problem on the show where I <laughs> could not pronounce. Oh God. <laughs> is this person Jamaican? Yeah, I think it's oh, Masego. He's Jamaican. Oh I no. Have no idea. I don't know who this is. <laughs> Y'all are gonna give me shit about it. Don't care. Micah. Micah Davis. Um, well, Mama said. Oh, Lord, I lost the letter. Where is it? Oh, no, I lost it. it. Oh, yes. Are we doing British accents again? Because I am ready. <laughs> no. What the fuck? Where did it go? <laughs> okay, I found it. Hello, mate. <clears throat> that was a little Australian, which is what I was trying to start. Oh, damn. That was Australian. Secondly, Masego, I heard the intro to your song Mystery Lady in that commercial and fell in love with it. I was super disappointed to find that the lyrics are just an ugly expression of an unearned level of conceit. The lyrics she or they posted, in this life, I come across fans and hoes, and I like to give my fans a rose. Curse of the talented everywhere I go. They want to change clothes and pose. I'm not regretting that I don't know who this is. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, little nigga. You're not cute. Your hair's uneven and you look dusty. Yes, I know I can just turn it off. That's not the point. The point is I liked it and he made me not like it. Masego, please find a, com- a competent songwriter and or a therapist so that I may enjoy your music. Third, to the simple-minded miscreants who have been igniting invisible fireworks since one in the afternoon, please find another way to entertain yourselves. Please start a fight club, plan a jewelry heist, Starter Pro Dice League, anything else. Yes. Lastly, to the bastard of a fly that has terrorized me since I stepped on the porch. Your harassment has led to a blown high, which led to me having to smoke another joint, which led to me going over my weekly weed budget. So I hope that you're happy, fly. And that's it. And then uh, Petra said, now a bonus question for Kid Fury. How did you feel about The Last of Us 2? I finished it the first week and I still think about it almost every day. The Last of Us Part 2 is an absolute masterpiece. It's an amazing game. I'm glad that um, wounds are healing and the girls are getting over the twist and are starting to acknowledge that it is a work of art. Um, and I hope that the HBO series is good. I expect that it will be drastically different in many ways, and I'm going to have to just keep them separate as a fan. Um, but The Last of Us Part, part 2 was fantastic, and I really, really want a Part 3. I heard they're remaking the first one, which makes no sense to me, since it still holds up, but mm. great games. Great, yeah. great, great games. Fantastic. And I love Abby and Ellie. Don't make me choose. And Dina. And Lev. All right. <laughs> you're never gonna play it. I'm so sorry. I keep trying. You're never gonna play it. But it's <laughs> no, really but you're right. I'm never gonna play and it. Lesbians. They're lesbians. I mean, I played the Last of Us, the first one. You didn't play any of them. You I did. The Last of Us. No, I did play the Last of Us. I bought it on the PlayStation. How much did you play of it? I what played. Happened? It was it was ridiculous graphics, and it was like two white girls, and she had to come back to her shitty beach town. 
and she didn't like it. And they went through a bunch of bullshit and like, then a flood came or it was like a tornado or something, maybe a big fire. It was something kind of biblical, but some big ass storm came and like washed out Cozy Grove or whatever city they lived in. Um, So I think I finished it actually, but the the last of us part two, I did not, I did not download that. Yeah, but, or The Last of Us, because you're definitely talking about Life is Strange. Oh, damn. I'm talking about Life is Strange. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't still know lesbians what, I and don't still know a what great game. About. Still a fantastic piece of video game. <laughs> oh, Critically no, I acclaimed. Knew I knew it. Also has a sequel. So it also has it because it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> and I wasn't going to stop. You ain't shit. Um, but yes, Life is Strange. Also a fantastic game okay, with lesbians and magic. Life is Strange, not The Life of Us. Yeah. I will I will mm. look up The Life of Us. Yeah, The Life of Us. Okay. Amen. <laughs> or you can just wait till the HBO trailer for the first season comes out. And see why you're never going to play that game. Oh, okay. Because well, that's you're fine. Think it's scary. Oh, and well, then all right. Whatever else. <laughs> just delete, delete, delete. Storytelling. So, pr- honestly, girls, if you have a PlayStation and you like storytelling in a game, play The Last of Us. Play the first one. Play the second one. Get into it before the show comes out and everyone's raving and saying it's the new Walking Dead or whatever the fuck. Get into it because I honestly believe that the games storytelling is going to be better than the shows. I really do. I have faith in Neil Druckmann and HBO and the people that they've cast so far, but I feel like they're going to try and make it incredibly like individual. I feel like they're going to take a lot of their own liberties to set it aside from the game. And I don't know Mm -hmm. how much of that I'm going to like and not like it. I I think I'm going to love it anyway, because I just love this (laughs) story and lore but yeah, play the games if you haven't already. They're really, really good. Even if you feel like it might not be your thing or you might be a little scared, I say give it a shot anyway. Because yeah. I was too scared to play the first one and I'm glad I did. Yeah, good luck. Because I thought I knew what I was talking about. Yeah. And I Maybe did watch not, it. So. <laughs> no. Maybe go on like YouTube and put in The Last of Us, the movie. So it's a video game or it's a, it's a movie? No, it's a video game. But you know what? You can like... With nearly any game, especially games with like a huge plot or whatever story, you could just put in like whatever the game's name is, the movie or something like oh, that. Oh, and, uh, and people will show you. Oh, no. And, and many times it'll just, someone will have like cut together like, like gameplay and cutscenes so you could watch it as I a movie see. rather than playing it. Oh, I don't like I've spoilers. done that with a lot of horror games. <laughs> I would have <laughs> never done, done that. A lot of, <laughs> I don't like looking I've up videos or nothing. Games. But okay, I've done those scary games or like if there's like a game I want to play, but I don't want to go back and play all three of the other ones that came before it. I'll just watch them sometimes. Got you. Okay, you're not gonna do it anyway because you're gonna think it's gross and scary. Okay, I'm not. I'm I'm definitely not gonna. But thank you for letting me know. How's Cozy Grove? Enjoying it? Um, yes, I'm actually almost through with Cozy Grove. I have um helped like I think thirteen of the bears reach their like final ascension place or whatever so 
Yeah, I only have a few more to go. I don't even get spirit logs every day anymore. Like my my spirit log fire flamey cannot get no bigger. That nigga is done getting bigger. Like I want that spirit fair update to come out now. What's taking? Yeah, so I want it immediately. <laughs> I'm gonna start that whole game over. Yeah, spirit fair. I've actually already done that before. I've beat spirit fair and then started a whole nother profile so i could play it again (laughs) because that is how obsessed i am with that game but cozy grove is also a good ass time and i'm grateful that you yeah it's like animal fairer yeah it is spirit cross i mean and spirit fair is also animals so it's like (laughs) (laughs) they're very similar in ways but different enough that they're both like really fun and and highly recommended so but yeah almost done with cozy grove i might um, you know, cheat a little bit and change the game clock right oh, now yeah, when we get done mm-hmm. and just travel. pretend that today is tomorrow <laughs> Okay, TV. and move ahead. But yeah, anyway, love that game. Thank you. Well, that's it for the read. Uh, thanks for listening. Yes. Um, find us on social media at this is the read. Our website is this is the read.com. Um, I don't think I have any other news or announcements this week. What about you, friend? I don't have any news. Um, uh, in terms of things that made me happy, I really love the Yelena. I watched Black Widow finally, and I really, really, really like Yelena a lot more than Natasha. Um, and something else something else i was just thinking this oh well the girls on the sports illustrated cover made me smile i had something else that really made me happy i thought that everyone relates to and i can't remember what it is oh well maybe i'll mention it next week <laughs> but yeah i smiled at some stuff mm, look at god <laughs> some things were nice i love that for you friend mm-hmm. a little bit of joy in your day you deserve a little bit of monica in my life a little bit of <laughs> okay no we we don't need to do that we don't right. need to bring back mambo number five Fair at enough. all yeah. so on that yeah. note we will wrap up the show and we will see y'all hoes next week Psst. hey it's me your barista so you know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee yeah well i might be putting myself out of a job by telling you this but now there's an easy way to foam at home with new international delight cold foam creamer With three new foaming flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, who could blame you if you stopped coming in altogether? Yeah, it's that foaming delicious. You're welcome. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, now in stores. It's foaming delicious. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna. To keep her secret recipe alive, take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale. Even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch. When it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.